Okay, we get ready to go live. Thank you for joining us for another segment or another episode of Real Talk for Thought. I'm your host, Kimberly Easton Holmes, and your co-host, Nicole Jones. Today, we're going to be discussing condemnation in the church and how it causes a chain reaction. Um, I would like to start with the uh, comment of not allowing people to, uh, or not allowing people what they say about you to define who you are. Um, as well as uh, stop you from serving or seeking God. Um, a lot of brokenhearted people and those who have been um, uh, chosen have found themselves uh, disconnected with God due to that reason. And I believe that even myself, I find um, or have found myself in the past falling into that, um, to that rut of allowing people to condemn you um, to hell uh, based on your past or your current situation. Um, and that's what I want to uh, actually pose to Robin. Um, the question is for you, Robin, um, I have witnessed in cases um, and have also been a victim of condemnation, condemnation. Sometimes this particular act will cause those who we trust um, sometimes to feel as if they have been burned by judgmentalism or perpetually self-righteous Christians. Do you find this to be the case um, sometimes where people um, trust others and when others condemn them, um, they take on whatever that person has said as being true. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, Kim, I do believe that that has happened. Um, I know even for myself, there have been situations where people have spoken things um, into my life that were contrary to the word of God. And because of, um, I guess, my beliefs, because they, you know, said with such, such, such conviction that, you know, you start to think that, oh, my goodness, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not what God called me to be. Maybe I shouldn't do what God wants me to do. Maybe I shouldn't go where God wants me to go. So I think that the big thing is, is that, um, you know, the, the scripture says, judge not, least ye be judged. Uh, it says, condemn not, and you won't be condemned. So in order for us as believers, it's very important for us to remember that, um, you know, our, one of our main purpose is to win souls to Christ. And so we don't want to turn people off or turn people away in trying to win souls for Christ. Now, that's not to say that you don't speak the word, that you don't speak the truth, because God's, God's word is God's word. However, we say it in love. There's certain things in certain ways that you can say things. Because the other thing, too, is, is people, if, if they're around long enough 
And as you start to grow spiritually, God convicts them already of certain things. And conviction actually leads us closer to God because mm-hmm. that is what's going to cause us to repent for whatever the action may be, whatever the offense may be. And we know that repentance is, is part of his blueprint for salvation. Condemnation comes with shame and um, blaming and judgment. And so we don't we don't want to put our uh, our sisters and our brothers in that type of situation. We are where we are condemning them. Um, like I said, it's not that you don't speak the truth. Mm-hmm. It's not that you don't say that sin's not sin, whatever that is. But at the same time, and trying. Can you hear me? Okay, all right, my my Bluetooth just cut out. So we we don't want to end up putting ourselves in a position where we're sinning because we um we're condemning people or judging people. Mm -hmm. Who am I to judge somebody? I don't know what somebody's circumstances are. I try to understand, I try to try to help. I might not agree, but it's God's job to clean them up. God's job to clean them up. We, we are there to be a conduit for God. We're not there to take his place. So, um, you know, uh, you know, people say, I ain't got to have no hell to put anybody. That literally is true. <laughs> it's true. So I think it's important that we're careful in how we are uh, approaching people because it does have lasting effects. Things that are our tongue and things that we say actually, you know, I think that the tongue, actually, in my opinion, the words that we positive or negative, especially somebody who has been hurt in the past and they're trying to make their way back, we have to be very, very um, attuned and 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 praying for God's spirit of discernment because we don't want to do, we don't want to be a hindrance to that person coming back to Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Nicole, I I want to get your viewpoint on that same um, question. I'm going to say this. Um, The scripture talks about your tongue is like a two-edged sword. Um, you You can actually hurt somebody with your mouth. Um, and if the person is coming back or into church, it's almost, it's almost like they're new, newborn babes in Christ. They are going to mature (coughs) and they might need some actual help, you know, guidance, but we can't beat them up because they don't understand what we understand. You forgot they are new babes. We should know better. You know right. what I'm saying? So to them, they have to grow. They have to mature in Christ and also have the Holy Ghost. Because right. after you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you don't need too many people to come and tell you this, don't do this, don't do that. The word of God is going to clean you up. Your, right. The Holy Ghost is going to convict you where you have to go back and repent. You're going to have to go back. The scripture said you got to audience your brother. 
go to them. You know what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost going to guide you where you need to be. It ain't all about who coming to you, who's saying what now. It's another thing if you're questioning yourself. If you are questioning yourself, then you need to seek God. But people, right. they shouldn't get offensive if, um, if like, just say if you're, you're a pastor, you know he is um, bona fide filled with the Holy Ghost. You know that he's uh, watching for your soul. He's standing on the wall for you. If you have a problem with your pastor coming to you and saying um, such and such, you know, please revisit or may just ask you questions. Don't be offensive. He's trying to bring it out what he wants you to see. You know what I'm saying? It's not all about attack, attack, attack. If you one of those people that you don't you don't like for nobody to say nothing to you, then you need to check yourself. But right. you know, as uh-huh. as as growing up, as you know, just being under leadership, um, the Holy Ghost will convict you. If you have the Holy Ghost, man, you ain't gonna get too far right. with that because I'll be like, oh, check this. No, right. bring yourself right. back in. You know what I'm saying? It's going. It's it's your comforter. You right. know what I'm saying? So we have to depend on the Holy Ghost. And I hear Bishop say it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, some of y'all can um, need to pray for you. You can pray for yourself. You know, right. you can seek for yourself. You Amen. know what I'm saying? Um, we we just gotta know and we gotta um, respect going back to the people that's coming back. They are babes in Christ. You know what I'm saying? They have to get to where they used to be in Christ. And um, right. we just got to be patient because somebody prayed for us. Somebody Amen. was patient. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They stayed on, on, on their knees Amen. for us. And we right. do the same. We can't just throw them under the bus like, yo, you ain't doing this and you ain't doing that. Right. Or, Why are you always coming to me? Patience is a virtue. You got to have patience. Absolutely. It's, it's, right. not, it's an ongoing thing. It's a mature thing in Christ. You are maturing yourself in Christ. You just can't think because you got baptized, that's where it stops. No, you got to keep going. Even once you got the Holy Ghost, you can't say because, oh, I spoke in tongues, then that's where it stopped. No, you got to keep being refilled. You got to go back and keep asking God to fill me over and over and over right. and over again. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep asking God for repentance and dealing with this podcast as we represent church hurt. I was sharing with Kim, we also, as sitting on here, you know, we got to make sure our heart and everything Mm -hmm. is pure because people are watching us do this and we don't want no backlash. You Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. We we can help somebody come back into Christ. You never know what their mindset is. Right. You know, be, once again, we was out there. We did our stuff, but thank mm-hmm. God He showed us grace and mercy. Thank God, our Amen. mother stayed on. They stayed on them knees and they prayed Amen. for us and they prayed for us. You know what I'm saying? We we just gotta be cautious. We gotta treat them like they're babies. When they start maturing, the Lord gonna give us like, okay, take your hands. They they ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and they gonna go back and get somebody else and bring them in. We just gotta be careful, right? And, and Nicole, that's a good point. You brought up several several things, right? One yeah. is you're right. People did pray for us. People, our parents, our family, saints, whoever, they stayed on their knees and stood in the gap for us and was praying for us to come in. 
And we got to do the same thing. We can't now, oh, I made it. I'm good to go. I don't have to do nothing else. All I got to worry about is me and my three. No, we have to make sure that, um, you know, we are reaching somebody. Because what good is it? What good does it do to go to church, to be in ministry, to participate in auxiliaries or what have you? And, you know, nobody else is being saved. Absolutely. There's no growth in the church. There is um, no growth as far as spiritual maturity. Absolutely. Literally a, a waste of time. So the important thing is, is, is like, like, like Nicole said, constantly going back to be filled, asking God to fill me again. God purged my heart because it, literally this is how simple this is. He says, only the pure in heart shall see God. There it is. Just that there easy. Is. Just that easy. So if mm -hmm. I am standing in judgment of somebody else, if I'm holding a grudge against somebody else from way back when, is my heart pure? Exactly. So you have to you have to sit and do a self-examination to see where we are because we don't want to be a hindrance. You know, I I, I know I, I'm not trying to get in God's business and get in his way. That's not, that's not, I, I definitely don't want to do that. Absolutely. So, uh, because I revere his power and his might so much. And I know what he can do. And he is, he is a very, very, as Nicole was saying, we got to be patient. God has been patient with us. Absolutely. I mean, uh, how long did it take? Really? You know what I mean? But so we have to allow not that we are, you know, not that we aren't stressing the word and we aren't stressing what is true and what we aren't stressing, but we do it in love. Absolutely. We do it in love. And that is the difference. That yeah, is absolutely. That's the difference. And, and I believe, it, you know, reflecting back on something that Margot said from one of the earlier podcasts, Pastor Margot Gross, you know, she said that sometimes people don't have the capacity to be able to, to help or to lead or to guide sometimes. And, you know, that's where we kind of uh, get that disconnect or there's a certain uh, expectation set on people to do or deliver a certain thing that they do not have the ability to do, you know? Um, so we, we need to think about that as well. Um, people having the capacity to be able to deliver, you know? And, and then another thing that you said also, um, Robin, you know, that it's, um, it, it's so important for all of us to go out and reach, you know, other people, you know, we shouldn't be, you know, just in church, um, not reaching outside of the walls of church. Um, we need to go out into the communities. You know, one thing that I too admire, and I will say about Jehovah Witnesses, you know, they are adamant about knocking on the doors. They will yeah. knock the door. They will they will cover the whole neighborhood. Gas station, parking lot, everything. They will span the whole neighborhood. And I just feel like, you know, we stand to learn something from them. You know, why aren't we knocking on the doors? Why aren't we going out? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why is it just right. them? We should be doing the same thing. Every time right. you have the ability or the, the time or, you know, the chance to, to talk to, you know, somebody about God or to... Um, you know, reverence God, that's what we should be doing. Right. Absolutely. 
And and you know what? I, I just want to say this. I remember talking to somebody and they were, because they didn't have the Holy Ghost, but somebody had asked them about God. They were talking about Christ. And the person came and said they couldn't say anything because they wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. So I kind of like looked back at them and I was like, what did you just say? Oh, I didn't want to entertain because, you know, I don't have the Holy Ghost. I said, but um, the Lord said, open up your mouth. He will speak through you. Um, he can use, God used a donkey. He can use anybody that he wants to, to get the word across. You don't have to be um, walking around with... Um, a hat on. You don't have to be walking around with a collar or a card. God, you know, he can use a child. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and and some of us, and we, we said this in the past um, podcast, we put so much pressure on the people in leadership. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it just takes us to bend those knees and pray. Seek God for ourselves. You know, we, we have to learn to pray um, before we go and inquire. We can seek counsel, but we, we just put too much on leadership. We need to be praying. You know what I'm saying? Once we, if we need to go, I'm not going to say don't go, but we can seek God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're, and you're so right, Nicole. We do put too much on leadership, too much on, I, just, I pray for them, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, they have too much sometimes on them, having to maintain their own lives, um, praying for everybody, um, different ministries, this, that, and the other. So that's why it's incumbent upon us to seek our own relationship with Christ. Amen. We have to have our own connection with Christ and that makes his job a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Where he can then preach the word and then it does convict. Every, everything works, you know, simultaneously. You know, we're not overwhelming, you know? He's one person. Leadership is one person, one pastor, you know, ministers, this, that, and the other. And they're still responsible to their first ministry, which is their household. Exactly. And the and, and, you know, we just may not know what they are going through, but we, we, we are bombarding them. We are bombarding them. We, it's like, um, we can't do nothing without, we, without consulting the pastor. Oh, I want to know what he thinks. Right. I want to, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Shoot them a text. Like, okay, such and such, such and such, but you don't have to sit there and dwell on them. And then it get it gets out of hand when he don't respond. You know what I'm saying? We just never know what came across that week. We don't never know what somebody else to call for. You know what I'm saying? Because they have to multitask. You know, they got their family. They got people, their, their um, church. You know, other things may be coming along down the pipe, you know, and the pastor not going to turn their back. He might not just can't respond at the time. Yeah, we do have to be respectful of our leaders. Um of their time and, and of their attention, especially because God did give us the, the ability to go before him ourselves. To the Absolutely. Um, it's, it's nothing wrong with yeah, going up and, and, you know, going up for prayer on Sunday, but, you know, my relationship is not my relationship with my pastor. 
my relationship is my, my spiritual relationship is my spiritual relationship with God, the communion, the 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 love, the love. He, you know, he loves us unconditionally. It's about him. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in the people, and you know, even to the point where if let's say somebody in leadership, something happens, you know, they may not do what it is that they think or, or people think that they should do. But everybody just falls apart. The whole church falls apart. Oh, they don't know what to do because blah, 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 he did this. That's still a man. That's still a woman. Mm -hmm. That's still in the flesh. That's why we have to pray for them constantly. And I always said to myself, man, that is not one job I would want. <laughs> no, that is, a, that is a whole, that job description is heavy. It has to be You know, and for for them to have the type of relationship that they do with God, it takes a lot of communion with him. And so we mm -hmm. don't want to be even a hindrance to him. And Nicole, like what you said, his family. Right. So we have to be mindful of that. Some of them have young children. Um, you know, so, so we have to, at a certain point in time, spiritual individuality and, and, and empower ourselves. Absolutely. So that we aren't so reliant on everybody else. The only Absolutely. one we need to be relying on Jesus. He is the only one that we need to be totally wrapped up, tied up. That's what I'm saying. Wrapped up, tied up. That's what we need to be. He's the only one. Not, you know, sister so-and-so, missionary, the first lady. Or, mm -mm, no, uh -uh. it's about God. It's about being in relationship with Jesus. It's about Knowing that he's my father and I can go to him for anything that I want. Amen. Knowing that he's my Amen. father, he'll take care of all my <laughs> knowing that he's my father, that he'll open up doors that can that nobody else can open. Exactly. Knowing that my father, he can he's he's gonna make a way. Even when I'm at my last day, I know exactly. my father can do that for me. Because he has he's done it in the past, he did it before. Mm -hmm. He can continue to do it. I have to stay within the will of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just like you were saying, um, too, I think that it would make the um, pastors or the leadership's job uh, less stressful, like you said, if we would be more real with where we are with our walk with God. Right. And then if after um, internalizing that or trying or, or actually realizing where we are with our walk, than saying, how do I get to where I need to be? Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. then if we're raising up people in the church um, that are actually, um, I guess, that we can trust to do the things the way the bishop would want them to, do, to be done. You know what right. I'm saying? That, that's how, you know, um, you know, I'm kind of going off, but that's how, you know, we have all of these Walmarts because someone, uh, Mr. Walton entrusted someone to be able to establish other Walmarts around the country. Right. He trusted them to be able to hold down that position. Right. So if a pastor can trust his missionaries, a pastor can trust his deacons, a pastor can trust all those who are in those positions, then it makes his job, you know, less hard. Right. He doesn't have to go back and backtrack. Less meetings have to be had about why that happened or why this happened or why that church hurt, hurt happened. You know, if everybody takes the self-evaluation of, you know, and that self-evaluation comes with prayer and consecration with God. 
Amen. first in that relationship, then I, I believe things would work out so much better and, and God would get in the midst of the church and things would just start to flow. Right. Amen. You know, but when we start walking on our own accord and, you know, doing things our way, then God starts to remove his hand. Mm -hmm. And he says, okay, go ahead. You do it your way. Mm -hmm. You know, he just Amen. kind of <laughs> removes his hand since we, we have the better way to do things. Right. Right. And we're going to have to go back to him anyway, because nine times out of our 10, our way is jacked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's, we have to make sure we are in accordance with him. And that's what's so wonderful and magnificent about God and about the grace and the mercy. Just those two things alone. Absolutely. He bestows to us every day. That allows us to be able to go back. Even when we do stray and try to do things our own, that allows us to go back. Um, um, someone on um, the live feed said, I, I think they are, their, their name is Queens Black. They said, mm -hmm. I do. I guess they were referring to um, the judgment. She says, mm -hmm. I do because I can't. No one, I guess, can judge but God. And then she said, what do you do in that situation, in a situation like that? I'm not quite sure what she was trying to say. Um, I guess when people are judging. Well, I, I can, I can, do? I, I want to make sure that I'm understanding what she's saying, but I would just say some things, you know how when people speak things over your life or people say something to you, um, I just remember um, talking to one of um, my friends and she said, Nicole, you don't have to receive everything from everybody. Absolutely. Um, you, you can say it politely because, okay, we all are but flesh. We, mm. we, if we were um, already holy and we was already where God wanted us to be, he wouldn't have never died on the cross because he died for our sins. That's right. Um, if you are striving, if you are trying to get to the place that you need to be and you need that support, then um, you need to find somebody that you can entrust to that's not going to judge you or throw it back in your face because you can't judge no man before it's time. And only God can judge you. That's right. just like when when people pass away, when you know that they died in their sleep, you say they having a home going. When you saying that they died, they having a funeral. It's a difference between how you getting up out of here. Now, when you um, meet your maker, like they say, everybody going to make it in, but who going to stay? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So we, we just got to be careful of how we say things out of our mouth because once again we all have been there before we're not right you you ain't god you know what i'm saying you can't be pointing your finger and pointing your finger just because quote unquote you think that you made it in or you got some title or you up here no because god will make you fall right back on your face Amen. and say okay now you come and start all over again so we just got to be careful of how we um how we try to bring people in, you know, because the church should be flooded now. We're Amen. in the middle of a pandemic. 
it should be flooded. And right. when they open them doors and them people come in, should nobody be looking at that one? Should nobody be saying this? Should nobody be talking about they got some? How do we need to get you saved? What, what is it that you actually want? You want soul salvation? You need to go back to the altar? Let them go. We shouldn't be putting a tag, not you go sit over here. No, you go sit over here. Open up them doors and let them people come in. Amen. And if you can't do it, move out of that person. Move out the way and let somebody else do it. Ain't nobody Amen. worried about your title. Ain't nobody Amen. worried about um, what cards you pull. No, let somebody Amen. else that can operate like the Lord say operate and bring those people in because you got to have a gentle spirit. God ain't aggressive. He's aggressive if you make him aggressive. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But you know, so loving Right, he's so loving kindness because he mm-hmm. gives us grace, new grace, new mercy every day. Every he don't day. have to do it. Absolutely. He could, have said, he, could, he could let us go in our sleep, but he mm-hmm. breathed on us in the morning. I know Absolutely. he breathed on me at 530. So wow, do unto others as we would want somebody to do unto us. That's all it is. Right. And, and another thing is what uh, you said earlier too, is being mindful that everybody is not in the same place spiritually. Absolutely, that's what I was going to say. You know, everybody, we can't, we can't say or think that, oh, okay, because they came back to Christ or they mm-hmm. sit on the choir or they, they, everybody's, you know, the same. No, our relationship with God is individual. It, it, right. is, it is individual. And so you don't know what these people, what they had to go through to get back. And sometimes, especially when you, you've been in church and then you leave, that to me is a little harder to come back than never have known, known God before. Because, yes. you know, I got to get over, well, myself, one, and then I have to, well, what if this one says this and, you know, I'm starting all over and all that all this you know so it's all of this self-talk possibly negative self-talk that goes on and they're condemning themselves before they're even able to come back to christ so it's very we have to be careful that we are stumbling blocks we are standing in the way and we are meeting people where they are they're not always going to be there with the help of the lord they will they will grow spiritually they will mature spiritually but until they do you know, as is, 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 uh, I'm trying to think what was. It was what I <laughs> used to always say, you know, when you have a baby, you don't give a baby, uh, you know, a piece of steak. <laughs> you know, he's, the baby's on, the baby's drinking. And, um, and he said, infamil, baby's drinking formula. Then you go from the formula to the baby food. Well, you, you know, it's a little soft. They don't have to chew. And then they'll, you know, so it's a progression. Right. Naturally and spiritually is a progression. So, you know, mindful of that. Like I said, not not condoning somebody being in sin, but loving them in spite of and showing them that there's a better way. And and to do that, it takes for us, like I said, to, to constantly show love to others. Yeah, I'm gonna say this, and this is my own testimony. Thank you, Robin, because <laughs> I was in the church. I grew up in the church and I went back out. I came back in. 
I went back out and I came back with tattoos. Everybody see my tattoos. And I just remember Bishop Darnell, I was sick because I have seven children and I was sick with my kids. And um, I just remember Kevin calling me up, Elder Kevin calling me up to the front. He was like, Nicole, I need you to come in for a minute. So I went and um, Bishop prayed for me. And he was like, you see those tattoos? He said, God going to take them. It's going to be still there, but you're not going to be able to see them. So don't worry about what people say. See, people have been scarred. And that's the thing. They people constantly reminding people of what they did from their past. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you, God is a forgiving God. Mm-hmm. And if He don't remember it no more, why are why are we or them the people that have been hurt and trying to get back to the place? Because all they want to do is be saved. I, when I came back to Bethel, I said that that church was gonna be my hospital. And I'm going to put it to you like this. When I felt my urge of going back out, I knew I had to run back to safety. Mm -hmm. I had to go back to get my antidote. I was not going to turn my back on God. Mm -hmm. So that church was my safe house to say mm-hmm. but when bishop said don't don't worry about what other people gonna talk all day long they're Absolutely. probably still talking but you know my motto is you're gonna say it back there you're not gonna say it to me but to god be the glory because i just want to be saved i just want to hear him say well done yes i come i come from a church out no I was brought up in the church. Let me correct that. I was brought up in the church. My parents was in the church, but I backslid. So y'all backsliders, God can still clean you up because he Absolutely. did it to me. I'm a, I'm a walking witness. He did it to me. He, he brought me back. He My kids were, were saved. I remember my daughter, she would not let me leave that church until she got the Holy Ghost. Hmm. Hmm. And God filled her with the Holy Ghost that same night she requested it. So if you are seeking for the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost, God can do it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He, filled, he he refilled me with the Holy Ghost. He he even when I was out here showing off, you know, I was convicted. I knew where I needed to be at. Absolutely. And the Lord just, you know, gave me a second chance. You know what I'm saying? He he allowed me to come back. Because he knew this, she wants to be saved. You know what I'm saying? So people that have been backslidden, been hurt, it's time to come on back to Christ. We need to get you in. Ain't ain't no shame. Don't have no shame. You know what I'm saying? God will heal a drunk. He will, he will, Mm. he will clean up the drunk. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be tucked in your suits and your hat on with the steepest hill. He said, come (laughs) as you are. The, the Holy Ghost will clean you up. The, the confidence is going to mature you so that you can clean yourself up. You don't have to uh, be like, but I don't dress like this. <laughs> Come on in there with your booty shorts. Come on in there with your tank top. Come on in there. Come on. Come on. We need you to come in so you can get you can get cleaned up. You know what I'm saying? Come. Don't worry about what you got on. Because how we know if they can afford the clothes that we got. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, we, we, you know, we got to be mindful. Some people probably not hit rock bottom. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Exactly. It's not a fashion show. Absolutely. Exactly. 
A, a, exactly, you know, and if it is, some some of the people got to learn to take them shoes off and take them hats off and unloosen that tie and go to work for the Lord. Because we all are on mission. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we need to get our hands dirty. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. at the end of the day, we got to stand before the Lord and we got to give account. And right. your fruits will speak for you. So right. what are you really doing? Amen. Absolutely. And, you know, you all kind of dipped off into like the next subject, which was like condemnation versus self-condemnation. Um, what a person says about you versus what you feel about yourself, or what you have adapted from what a person has said about, about you. So I believe that there's a lot of people out there um, still suffering that ha are still uh, believing what someone has spoke over their life you know so it, it's up to us who have conquered and over overcame and who are not victims who are victors to go out and help those who are still suffering from what they've been told um we you know we were just blessed that god you know kept his hands on us and that um he helped us to get over whatever we suffered you know so there are some people that are still out there that um you know are still seeking their way that are right. still hurt right right and, and and you know our mind what goes on in between these two ears it can be the devil can try and use it for his own, for his playground absolutely he have you thinking all kinds of stuff i mean even stuff that is trivial stuff that ain't nobody thinking about you know, you'll be anxious about this. Well, did I say this right? Did I do this right? Am I, you know, well, what if that person, you know, so the mind and and, and, and negative self-talk, be it spiritually or, or naturally, that, that can do, that can do damage mm -hmm. to us spiritually and naturally. So mm -hmm. that's what you have to say. I know, I know I say this all the time. Every time when my mind starts going, well, you know, you, you're not this and you know, God said he was going to do blah, 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 blah. Not today. <laughs> not today, devil. Today's not the day. I'm not listening to you. You need to go ahead. Here's your eviction notice. Because I'm not fooling with you. Exactly. I'm not giving you any headspace. And, and I immediately start then praising God and thanking God for everything that he's done. Mm -hmm. Every small thing. Every every big thing. I know when when my mother was sick. Uh, it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard, but God gave me strength. Absolutely. And there were a lot of times when it would just be me and her in the house. And I would just have to say, you know what, God, I know you got us. I can't allow what somebody is saying, what somebody is, is not saying, what somebody's not doing. I can't react that way. I got to stay focused. I got to stay focused on you and I got to stay focused on my mom. So those are so my I don't have time to be I, I don't have time for myself to be going off in my imagination coming mm -hmm. up with all kinds of things. So it's very very important that we we are we are conscious about what it is that we're thinking, what it is that we meditate on, what mm -hmm. it is we feed our spirit. Mm -hmm. Even the TV shows that we watch, um, you know, and I I tell you I love TV. I love the movies. I love you know any of that. But, however, some things, there have been some shows where I've been convicted and said, you know what, I can't watch this anymore. This is mm -hmm. not doing me any good spiritually. 
This mm-hmm. is having a negative impact on me spiritually. I feel anytime you start to feel bad when you mm-hmm. watch television, exactly. something that's supposed to be entertaining, it's like, mm-hmm. no, I gotta cut that loose. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that, that that takes time. That takes time again, and that takes your growth, spiritual growth. So it's, you know, people are already struggling with so much. Like you said, specifically, even things that they have going on in their own mind, that we don't need to be adding to that burden. Absolutely. You know, we need to be showing them love. I can't tell you how many times when, even, even when I was caring for my mom and I felt like I was like, man, I'm just at my wit's end. I can't tell you how many times a missionary just sent me a text love you, praying for you. It was like right on time, right? I mean, whatever the message was, it was exactly what I needed at that specific moment. Even now, I'll get, I'll be struggling with something and Lord have mercy, I pick up the phone. There's a message or there's another, or there's a text message or an email. So I appreciate those who are listening to God and who are attuned to God and following and doing what God is telling them to do and I want to be be able to do the same because it makes a difference. When you show love, it makes a difference. I remember um, when I was, uh, when I had Chrissy, so I think I was like 20 or something like that. I had her and I was living, I wasn't really coming to church, wasn't really coming to Bethel that much. You know, it was, it was hit or miss, hit or miss. And I remember specifically, Sister, Sister Judy, Later, would call me and she would talk to me on the phone and just show so much genuine love and concern and consideration. There wasn't any, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't have did this and you shouldn't have did that. I mean, just, I mean, probably maybe about maybe twice a month, she was called just to check in. And I told her, I said, that had a profound effect upon me spiritually. Because if, if God can direct somebody just out the clear blue, because what I was able to receive from, from her, what I received from her, I might not have received it from somebody else. Uh-huh. So I appreciate those who listen to God and follow follow what he's telling us to do. Because we never know what happens when having somebody. Exactly. exactly. And that came with, too, her ability to be able to connect to God and be able to hear what he was telling her to do, you know, because you did say she called you out of the blue. Right. So when you say call out of the blue, it to me means that maybe it wasn't even a call that she might have um, set aside to make. It was like God telling her, call her, you know, she needs to call. So that came with the ability to be able to be spiritually inclined, um, have communion with God and be able to hear him say, hey, this one needs you. Amen. But but you know you have you have some people if you call like Robin say they they some people you have that wants to get in your business and you have yep. some people generally you know want to reach out because you have been on their mind uh-huh. you know what I'm saying they may have crossed you and never got a chance to speak to you right. in church and be, oh I'm just letting you know I'm praying for you. I'm just letting you know that I love you. You can make it. You know, sometimes just that small thing, that small, that them words will just stick to you like, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people probably just think that they're so 
I believe like God can't work a miracle because right. they are so done. But God can restore. He can mm -hmm. do whatever he wants to because mm -hmm. he's God. That's he right. has the power to raise the dead. You That's know what right. I mean? So That's he can right. raise the dead. He can bring you up from the the um the bottom of the barrel. He can Amen. raise you up. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take him long to react. He may not come when you want it, but he's always right on time. Right. And I just believe that because what what we are representing right here is church her. We trying to get these people. God is gonna move because <clears throat> he said no no souls. It's not his um, um mission, it's not his thing that a soul be left behind. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's your choice. By choice, but some people don't know how to get there. Or some people, they so hurt that, oh, I don't want to go back. Oh, I don't want to do this. No, you can make it. You can make it. You know what I'm saying? Just let them know that you can make it. Amen. You, you can make it. And for us, if that person comes to you, you know what I'm saying? Don't be trying to, and I say this all the time, don't be trying to get in their ear to chat and chat and chat. Just tell them what the Lord say and let the right. Lord do the rest. Because right. you might wake up on Sunday and they sitting behind you and they waving like, I made it. I made it. Right. Thank you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to say I, I, I. To God be the glory. Right. It's all about him. Right. It's all about God because he gets the glory. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And we have to learn to be humble. Amen. Amen. We, we have to learn how to stay humble because sometimes we get a little bit above our wits when mm -hmm. we're given something and we start representing us. And right. God will knock you right down on your fleet. And feet yet, and right. Stand down now. Right. I'm trying to tell you this. I'm operating through you. I'm allowing you to do this because Amen. you ain't going to be touching nothing if it ain't if God ain't give you permission, now you can act right. out on your own, but I promise you, it's not going to work because you need the power of God to bring right. these people in. Right. And the people, huh? I like what you said about if, if, if God gives you something to say to somebody, say that and then let that be it. Let him do, let him do the rest because sometimes we can undo whatever it is that God's trying to trying to do in that person's life. And I'm not, I don't want that kind of, of that ain't the kind of responsibility I want. I want to be responsible for doing what it is that God has ordained and wants me to do. So it is important that, okay, if he if he does direct you to say something or do something, let that be it. Don't it doesn't have to go on and on and on and on and on. God don't have to do all of that. You know, let him do his thing. We are conduits. Mm -hmm. He uses us. That's it. You're right. It's not about us. So I did. I, I, Absolutely. I, I definitely, I definitely appreciate and, that. And, and I right. know. And, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and then sometimes, you know, Robin, <clears throat> when God, when we are trying to minister to people, we we will let self take over. So mm -hmm. we got to tell them what. Oh, I went through. Just say what the Lord say. You can make it. You can um, mm -hmm. do whatever the Lord allows you to do. They don't want to hear what, oh, I was dealing with this. That, that's not their business. Their business is how can I get saved? I need to make it in. They don't want to hear about our deep, dark secrets. They just want to know, okay, I know the Lord is using you. Right. They got I nothing to deal with. They have their own stuff. 
exactly because I have been somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, but I know the Lord cleaned me up. So I know he can, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. Absolutely. And this all needs to be said. We don't have to sit there and do all this stuff, you know. <laughs> God ain't telling us to do that. You acting out of self. You know right. what I'm saying? Get that information. You say, oh, I'm going to call you back. Call him. How, how can I help you? How can I pray for you? What is it that you need? What is it that you're seeking God for? And mm-hmm. God will speak through you. You'll be able to minister to them and watch God bring them in. It's, it's, once you release God into the atmosphere, it's, it's God's work. We, you know, he's just using our body. That's right. Absolutely. You know, and I saw a comment that um, my cousin Sean posted where he said that God loves the backslider. You know, and and I concur with that 100%. You know, um, though they be out in the world, you know, they they have come back. You know what I'm saying? So God is a merciful God and he speaks about his mercy throughout the whole Bible. He's merciful. So um, there is room for the backslider. Amen. There is room. <laughs> like they say, there's room at the cross. Yep. There sure is. There and, sure and, is. And, and, you know, we just got to be careful because God brought us from somewhere. We just didn't come out of our mother's womb speaking in tongues and <laughs> anointed and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on now. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, you just don't know what people are doing because they might show face on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, you clubbing, you partying and stuff like that. Okay, you need to get cleaned up too. It's room at the cross for you. Come That's on right. back in. You ain't got to be ducking and hiding. Ain't nobody trying to pull your car. We're trying to pull your car to get you in because right. we can't catch no stone when we've been out there too. Absolutely. That's right. You, you're supposed to fight for your brother. You ain't Absolutely. supposed to... Um, run and tell their business and nail them to the cross because you ain't God. Right. Right. And I think that's too, that's a part of why, you know, people are very apprehensive about coming to church sometimes because, you know, people are less likely to tell what they've been delivered out of versus to, you know, bash you for what you're going through. You know, so if we all became a little bit more transparent because even with myself, I, I have no problem with telling people what I've been through, what I've been through. That means delivered out of, right. Not, not still, you know, of course we all still go through things, you know, granted, but I'm talking about past issues that prohibited me from having that direct connection with God, being able to actually ask God, you know, something and he, you know, communicating with me, you know, so And and hold on, I just want to go back to when we said playing on the devil's playground. That yeah. is a dangerous place to be. And we let our minds play mm-hmm. tricks on us. That's right. You must know who, what is yes. speaking to you because the devil can speak to you also. Absolutely. Right? He knows the word. Exactly. Know yeah, he does. <laughs> So, you know, we, you know, we got to be careful about this mind thing because, you know, Mm. the devil will play with you and say, you're ugly. God ain't want you. You ain't no good. But he is a liar. And, you know, me, I'm just going to use me. I wasn't always this 
person. I used to think I was ugly. And the Lord had to constantly remind Nicole, Nicole, you are wonderfully and, and beautifully made. Yes. So when right. you say something to me, you're going to be like, oh, you're beautiful. It ain't like I'm conceited. I'm going to say, I know. Because mm -hmm. my father told me daily, I'm I'm beautiful. That's right. You're fierce. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not going to walk around with my head held down. It That's don't right. matter what I've been through. Because I know what God I serve. Yes. And he will, move, he will move mountains and cause walls to fall. You may not think so, but he'll do it right in your face. Amen. Amen. I'll back and say, thank you, Jesus. No goodness of my own, but God did it. And I know he did it. So I just stand for anybody that is watching this and you need deliverance. You need God to move that mountain so you can come forth. He'll move it. And yes. I just love when you say, Jesus, every, dem every demon is going to tremble at that name. Just start calling on Jesus, that's man. Right. I'm talking about you. That's like loving the God, like Jesus. Right. Watch out, because my father going to come for me. That's right. <laughs> Powerful. I'm so serious. Like, oh, right. no. what you say? Jesus. That's oh, right. God. Come on, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, come come on, Jesus. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I'm a child. And you ain't yeah. going to keep praying on Jesus' kids. Okay. You, you, you're not going to keep doing that. Right. It's very, also, very important. That's, that's, that's touch not my anointed. Anointed and do my prophet. No yeah. more. Touch not. You know, just if, if, if just, just leave them alone. Leave the saints alone. Give them an avenue, a chance to come back. You know, it's not as if this is some exclusive club that once <laughs> you get in, nobody else is it. You Absolutely. know, it was a, a shut, a close, and it's only for us on the inside. No, we're supposed to share God's goodness. We're supposed to share God's love. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go out the hedges and the highways, not sitting right. just at the walls of the but going out and reaching people, reaching people who we know, you know, were in the way or know about the way, but mm -hmm. we have to live our lives so that they can see and say, well, wow, I really do know what Robin went through. Man, wow, she don't even, she don't look like it. Absolutely. That's nobody but God, mm. you know? So if he can do it for her, he can he do, can it, do for it for me. me. Yes, God. You know, constantly, constantly. That's what I said, God, if you, you did it for... Uh, you know, when I start speaking to him, I, I like to speak the word back to him. Yeah. And so I, I can say, you know, I'll say things such as, you know, um, what's that one thing? I tell myself something all the time. I can't remember. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, but I, but I have to say, God, if you did it then, you can do it now. Yeah. I'm trusting you. I have faith in you. I believe you 100%. I, I know that I'm faulty. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that, you know, one day I might have an attitude that's not right, that's not God-like. I may be short. I may be snappy. But I know that I serve a God that I can go to and say, God, help me, Lord. I need help. I need help with my mom. I need help with, with what I say to people. I need help with my thoughts. And he's able to do it. He's able to clean it up. I mean, like like we said last week, 
you just stop, pause, and think about the things that God has delivered us from. Mm. Think about the things that we went through. There's no way we should be sitting here right now. Ain't no way. The only way there is nobody but Jesus. He's the only one who keeps us. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to think about it because I may halfway go crazy. Because it's so unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I want people to know how good God is and what He does. I mean, it's just it's actually overwhelming how good He is. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Robin, I just want to say this too. <clears throat> and you know, sometimes as I'm gonna say believers, Christians, sometimes the Lord will give us just give us a test. Mm. Sometimes you put in a test. Amen. To see if you're going to pass the test. So, sometimes you're given an obstacle to mm. see if you can pass a test. I thought Amen. about this today. I was going through something today and I said, Lord, I don't know why you gave this to me. And he said, Nicole, it's only a test. Mm, 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 mm. It's a test. I that put no more on you than what you can bear. So it's just a test. I and receive I think that I receive it. Thank you, Lord, because what you have no idea. You know, I you know, I was ready. I'm telling you, I was just Thank ready you. to storm out the door. And he just pulled me back. He just said, It's just a test. Thank you, it's, Jesus. It's just a test. It's, it is all a test. But you, you are equipped for it. You Amen. you are equipped for it. Amen. You know, you have the Holy Ghost. He never said this road was going to be easy. So don't try to sit in no stilettos and no tight skirt and stuff like that. You got to get your hands dirty. When, when you, God, he walked through, you know, the Garden of Eden. He was walking. You know, people was doing stuff to him. He just kept walking. You know, he didn't just say become Jesus and fly high. You know what I'm saying? No. They stoned him. They crucified him. Do we ever think that we could go through what he went through? Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. So we, we just have this little assignment. And sometimes because this assignment is so small, we we think in our mind, going back to our mind, we think in our mind, we just blow it up on our own. Mm-hmm. And God is saying it's just, just small. But at the end of the day, it's just we we brought it right back and we just sit back Amen. and look like <clears throat> God it's just a, you 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 said it's just a test so why mm-hmm. are we thinking outside the box why are we putting more on this brain to give us a headache absolutely when you already directing it you already orchestrating it you want to see if we can the test. A- absolutely. Absolutely. And it's kind Thank of Thank you, Paul. Um, I needed that. I needed yeah. that for me personally absolutely. today. I yes. needed. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes. But you know, Robin, you know we were talking about tests earlier today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I were talking about tests earlier today. And even when I was um, talking to Nicole, I've shared the story, you know, with several different people in reference to even this podcast. Um, you know. God has been dealing with me for years now regarding just sharing my story, not for my own glorification, but so that it could help somebody else. Somebody else might be going through what you went through. So, you know, share your story. 
And the first thing that I, I started doing, I started writing a book of which I'm still, you know, slowly but surely getting it done, but it wasn't happening fast enough for him because when he tells you to do something, you know, he don't want you to take all year to do it. Um, then I went um, in the direction of, you know, maybe I'll turn it into a movie. I, you know, I know a couple of people in the movie industry. And then that was, you know, it was still went back to writing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, God, I can't do that. Um, then the pandemic, the shutdown happened and then everybody resorted to um, social media. Then he gave me podcast. Then I got all of the podcast equipment and then sat here like, okay, uh, I got to study now. I don't really know how to use it. You know, a whole bunch of excuses. But then I heard him say, go. The test was to see exactly was I going to go or was I not going to at that time? Amen. Was I going to do what he said to do or was right. I not going to do it? You know, right. so he'll, he'll give us little things to do in increments just to see if we can follow the first direction. That's right. Before he'll take us to the next level. Can you, can you follow that direction first? Amen. Can you do that? Right. It's just like I told Nicole, I said, uh, a podcast for me um, is not anything for show. Because I told her, I said, when I was in church, I didn't even like getting in front of the church saying a speech. Because to me, I was like, oh, Lord, must I do this? And without the help of my Aunt Thelma, which is Nicole's mom and Aunt Gloria, I might have not made it at the front. You know, so right. a podcast for me, is, for me is not any glorification for myself, but is to glorify God and just to do what he's called us to do. Amen. And, Amen. And, and you know what, Kim, I think we all are called to do something. Every Everybody don't have the same calling. Like, you know, some people are called to be a preacher. Some people are called to be a pastor. Then you have some people, they just want to be in mm. leadership. Mm. So the thing about that is be careful what you ask for because mm -hmm. you have to right. be with. Mm. It's, it's not just sitting and getting the money out the basket it's not Amen. just sitting because you can sit quote unquote in the front of the church you can sit in the back of the church and still be minister to people you know right. you people gotta be careful of their assignment and make sure you are truly hearing with, by God because if you're not God gonna let you launch out there and you're gonna launch right into the deep Right. Get your own self in trouble. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But if you are called by God and God is giving you this, your, your task not going to come like butterflies floating in. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have people chatting. You're going to have people saying this. But you just got to walk and say to God, be the glory. Yes, it may get on your nerves, but sometimes it's not for a whole bunch of conversation. You just got to be still and know that God is with you and he will give you peace in the midst of the storm. Amen. But when you are in ministry, we all are. We mm -hmm. all are going to go through something. Amen. It's not because you have a title in front of your name. You just don't know when you may hit your door. You might go through something. You, you just don't know. Like We, we just don't know because people don't talk about it. They walk around with a smile right. on their face. Right. But they, like us, they are seeking God's face daily. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> they are crying out to God or somebody is praying for them. You know right. what I'm saying? So we don't know. We got to be careful of what we want to introduce in our lives when we're not equipped to handle it and we can't be right. tossed to and fro and I had to tell myself once upon a time, you know, God will give you a confidant to talk to mm-hmm. where you know that person ain't going to share this and that goes for the people that's coming in too. God going to send you that one that you can call, yo, I need prayer. I went to the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, far as people in leadership, oh, I almost slipped. Huh? You almost slipped, but guess who caught your feet? God. Right. The same way for a black backslider, you went, you went to that liquor store. God will turn you right around and make you walk out of there, and you just say, thank you, Jesus. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to be careful of the task that we put on ourselves. Amen. If we're not equipped to handle it, then it's okay to say, I can't do it. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, you know, Nicole, I mm-hmm. may want to be right a there. heart surgeon, but I'm not equipped to be a heart surgeon. That's not <laughs> I'm not going to operate outside of my calling, you know? So I think that that is very, very important that, you know, people think about that before they say, because I don't know if they think it's, oh, prestige or whatever with titles or whatever, but, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. Those Jesus. people, they are you. You thinking about people in leadership? They go through. Uh-huh. They really they do. go through a lot to get to where they are. You know, and so you know, if we 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 just aren't like you said, we aren't called to do everything. We may self-appoint ourselves. I do this. I do all over the place. No, but have you been in your Bible? Oh. Have you, when's the last time you, you got on your knees and you spent time with me in prayer? <laughs> Why you being, there's a difference between being busy and being productive. And there's mm, no time to be being spiritually busy. Just running around being a busy and not accomplishing anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Exactly. And you know, I want to say this. Um, even, even being in ministry, if you are, because I, I heard people say, Oh, I was so nervous. That's okay. Because when you're nervous, that means God has his hand upon you. Absolutely. If you just come on and you acting like you got it all together, you know what I'm saying? You full of pride because you like, excuse me, I don't know, nigga, I'm going to do this. You know what right. I'm saying? You acting out of self. If you nervous, you going to depend on God. Like, Lord, what am I going to say? That's why I know come without a script. Because I know if you make me write something down, it's going to blank. I'm just <laughs> going to tell you. I, 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 I'm, and, oh, I'm not equipped to write stuff down. I believe in listening to the Lord, what he has to say to me. When he speak, I will follow. I don't, I, I can't write stuff down. I can jot down stuff, but I don't know if I'm going to go by. So I just depend on God for everything. But sometimes, you know, we just, we take things, we take matters into our hands so deep until we just want to be this deep person because we watch people be deep. But we got to be careful of that because we don't know what that person that is deep went to to get that deep. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. And what they still going through. That's, a, that's, that's it right there. Right. They because, still I mean, you, right. You, you just ain't walk on water, hit the ground. You had to, right. you had to right. 
think a little bit, then you probably had to drown, but the Lord was inching and raising you up one by one. But we we just we just gotta be very careful and we gotta make sure that we tell the truth in love. We gotta tell yeah. the truth to the people. We ain't gotta export our business. Tell them God is a healer, He's a deliverer, He will clean you up. He did it for me. I know He can do it for you. Let me show you what you can do. Let them come on in. We ain't got to do no, um, like um, Robin say, no, be no heart surgeon. We ain't got to be interpreting how they talk. No, they can Uh say, like I say, nigga, I want to be saved. Okay, Nick, come on, come on. We're going to bring you in. You know what I'm saying? They may not speak the proper English that we speak. You know what I'm saying? They may not have what we have. So what? The same way God did it for us. They can, he can do it for them. Right. He, he, he gonna bless, if he bless us, he gonna bless them. Amen. But we can't keep cursing people. <laughs> we, we know we gotta bless them. Right. You know, we gotta, we gotta let them know that God, God is gonna bless you. You right. know what I'm saying? If you walk out right before him, we have to do that. And we can't be being hypocrites. We, we can't mm-hmm. say one thing and live in another lifestyle. Because for one thing, and this is my my favorite saying, God does everything in decency and in order. Yes, he he does. He's not going to be swayed to and fro. Right. I'm, 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 I'm just a firm believer on that. So if, if we are doing this, do it God's way. You ain't got to put all that sugar and cream in your coffee. You can give it to him black. <laughs> Uh, amen. Amen. And you can just say, huh? Come on, man. Come on. We're going to drink from the well. Amen. I'll go amen. back and drink with you. And that's what it's amen. called. Amen. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to get back on your knees with that person. Okay. You right. go hurry. I'm going to hurry too. It ain't hard right. for me to do. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know where you're coming from. I know it. I was there. But yeah. God, God showed me grace and mercy. He'll show you grace and mercy. I'm not exempt either. That's right. That's right. Amen. Well, absolutely right. Well, ladies, if you um don't have any uh closing statements, Robin, Nicole, no, we can just wind it on down. Um, you have been listening to Real Talk for Thought. I appreciate Robin coming out tonight. Um, She is a certified business and life coach. Um, She owns her own business, Life with Excellence, LLC. I'm your host, Kimberly Easton Holmes. Nicole is your co-host. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. If you would like to become a sponsor, please email us at Kim at Real Talk for Thought. And just remember, you are not alone. Amen. Amen.